Well, 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 beautiful people, best damn nation. Welcome to the show. Uh, it is Wednesday, and you know what time it is. It is the best damn wrestling podcast. My name is Brian Renegade, and uh, man, it's been a hell of a weekend. Got a lot of wrestling to talk about. Got a lot of good news to talk about. Uh, everybody in the comment section, please tell me how you're doing. How's your Wednesday going? How's everything? Uh, as you comment during the show, I will read some of the comments off to the rest of the Best Damn Nation. If you're in Radio Land, in Pandora, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, Google Podcast. You can even say Alexa, play the best damn wrestling podcast, and she will play your boys. You can listen to us each and every Wednesday or whenever you want to in your leisure time. Uh, man, listen, let's go ahead and get into it. It's been a lot of stuff going on. First of all, I want I want to just tell some good news. I don't tell everybody my good news. You know what I'm saying? Some people try to spoil your good news when you tell them good news and people ain't happy, man. They, they you know, they become gracious. You know what I'm saying? But y'all my friends. You know what I'm saying? Friends, family. So I'm going to and tell y'all, uh, I'm moving. <laughs> moving into uh, my new place tomorrow. I'm so excited. And uh, I'm already tired. <laughs> already tired. It ain't even got started yet, man. So uh, if you guys go and check out my platforms, you can see some of the video of the new place that it's really nice. It's Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, it's going to be a little hot here, but luckily I got a lot of trees around the property, so it's nice. It's nice. Uh, but anyways, let me go ahead and go into it, man. Uh, you know what time it is. It is my favorite thing to do each and every Wednesday. Prepare yourself for hot topics. So, uh, you know, it's a lot of uh, things that's happening in the wrestling news, and sometimes we go outside the wrestling world into real life. Uh, so things happen sometimes, and we now have some brand new pregnancies on the WWE roster. Uh, a lot of the people that know uh, Alexa Bliss just announced that she is pregnant while with her partner, man, and uh, they're so excited about it. We was wondering where Alexa was, you know, what they was going to do with her and all that stuff, but, you know, she had to step away. You know what I'm saying? Have some babies. You know what I'm saying? That's, you know, she's been in the game for a long time. She's been wrestling for a long time, so she should, after she just got married, she should go ahead and try for a baby. So, congratulations, uh, Alexa Bliss. Uh, and also, uh, Carmella is also pregnant right now. I'm not sure how far along is she, uh, but, you know, Kudos to you guys for having babies, bringing new life into the world. You know what I'm saying? New legacies, uh, as as you would say. Um, and in the great words of the late, great Bernie Mac. I'm a baby. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, man. Congratulations uh, to Alexa Bliss. And Carmella. Uh, also, it's it's the the end of the month, man. Uh, it's been a hell of a tour season, uh, and I just want to say happy birthday to all the Tauruses. Uh, if your birthday is in May, 
uh, or if your birthday is in, in late April, yeah, April, late April, uh, happy birthday to you, to all my fellow Toriums. Uh, let me round off some of these birthdays that happened in the month of May. Uh, you have Daniel Bryan, uh, whose birthday is May 22nd. Uh, Montez Ford is celebrating a birthday today. Uh, happy birthday, Montez Ford, man, uh, May the 31st. Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, May the 30th. He just uh, had his birthday. Happy birthday to you, uh, sir. You are an absolute legend. Uh, the tribal chief himself, Roman Reigns, uh, birthday is May the 25th. Uh, we also have, uh, no, wait, Jose, uh, his birthday is May the 30th. Uh, Nia Jax, and Nia Jax has had a great, you know, she's looking good right now, man. She done had her weight loss, you know what I'm saying? She in the, in the gym working, you know what I'm saying? She, she moving around, throwing fellas around, throwing women around. She's actually looking really good. I think she's prepared for a comeback, man, so she's going to look good. But happy birthday to you, uh, baby girl. Uh, her birthday is May the 29th. Uh, we also have Seth freaking Rollins, man. South Rollins' birthday is May the 28th. Uh, Natalia just celebrated her birthday um, and actually <laughs> on May 27th and got destroyed on her birthday at Night of Champions. We'll talk about that a little bit later. How are you going to get whooped on your birthday? That's that, that's pretty bad. Uh, Eric Bischoff, his birthday is also uh, May the 27th. Uh, Bray Wyatt celebrated a birthday uh, recently, May the 23rd. Jimmy Snooker, May the 18th. The Godfather, May the 16th. Ron Simmons, who is probably one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He's influenced me a lot. Ron Simmons' birthday uh, is May the 15th. Io Shirai, I didn't know Io Shirai had a birthday in May. Her birthday is May the 8th. Kevin Owens, you know what I'm saying, he has been doing his thing lately. Uh, his birthday is May 7th. Piper Devin, May 6th. Andre the Giant, May 19th. Vader, Big Man Vader, May 14th. Dakota Kai, May 6th. And of course, the great one, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. His birthday is May 2nd, but I would be remiss not to mention the greatest superstar of all time, and his birthday is in May. And no, I'm not. You know, I already mentioned Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but I ain't talking about him. I'm talking about me. <laughs> My birthday is May 2nd, and I share a birthday with some absolute legends. So if your birthday is in May, happy birthday to you. Hell of a tour season uh, has been pretty good. So I just had to go ahead and announce all those WWE birthdays and also, you know, put a little shine on my birthday because, you know, <laughs> player is uh, born in May, man. So congratulations to all the May babies. But whenever your birthday is, uh, put your birthdays in the comment box. You know what I'm saying? Maybe give you a shout out. If you got a birthday in May, holler at a player when you see me on the streets, pimp. Let me go ahead and to uh, some of these events, man. Let me go ahead to the, the last event that happened a little bit before Raw. We had Battleground for NXT. Battleground was an absolute great event. Every NXT event that's before a major event is really good. It started with the takeovers, man. The takeovers kind of set the trend and set the bar for a lot of the wrestlers, man. And, uh, man, in this event, we had some bankers. Uh, let's go to the North American Championship. Uh, we had Wes Lee defending his championship against Joe Great, uh, excuse me, Joe Gacy um, 
of schism <laughs> and Tyler Bates, man. Um, this was an absolute great match. These men put on uh, a clinic, man, for for just different styles of wrestling that are that are clashing together. And Wesley and Tyler Bates, they're they're high flyers, man, but they also are strong, man. The boys can go, and uh, Wesley ended up pulling out the win in that match, and he became the longest reigning North American champion of all time. So congratulations to your boy, Wesley, man. You deserve that, man. Uh, so that was absolutely a great match. Also, the Heritage Cup, man. Uh, a guy who I've never seen before or heard of, but he busted on the scene with the Heritage Cup. And apparently, he came from NXT UK. Uh, Nam Dars. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right. Uh, but he had an absolute great match with Dragon Lee, man, uh, for the Heritage Cup. And it was a back and forth battle. Uh, Nam pulled off the win. And then, you know, all of a sudden he has this faction, man, with Lash Legend and and um, and, and two, some some newcomers. I'm not sure exactly what their names are. But, you know, if they stick together and they make a little bit of noise, maybe I will know their names. You will remember them the next time I talk to you about it. Uh, but Nam Dars won the match for the Heritage Cup. I would love to see that. That's a unique championship. He brought down the whole trophy. The ring, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, you, you know how how heavy that got to be, and how much that got to be to lug that thing around. It ain't, it ain't like a belt; it's a little different. You you looking around a trophy? Have you ever won a sport like basketball, baseball? You know what I'm saying? Football, and just carried your trophy everywhere you went. Let everybody know you're a champion. That's what this dude did, man. Uh, so the Heritage Cup. I want to see more of it. I think that it gives a lot of people in NXT something else to do. Oh, man. We had a last man standing match with Ilya Dragunov and Dijak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> Dijak, man, who last time I seen Dijak really, you know, do a good match, man, was with uh, Wesley when he broke his finger. Boy, was throwing up gang signs, Jack. He was throwing up gang signs. But this match was brutal. Oh, man, this match was brutal. Slapping meat, chops, uh, head bumps, blood, guts, everything that you wanted to match. Uh, they left it all on the line, man. This was actually probably one of the best matches of the weekend for me, man. It was a brutal fight. If you want to go back and watch uh, NXC Battleground on Peacock, go check that match out, man. It was It's up there with uh, most of Gunther matches. You know, <laughs> uh, it's up there, man. So that match was really good. Um, and Ilya Dragunov ended up pulling off the win um, on that match. The NXT tag titles with uh, the Gallows boys being on top of the Creed Brothers. I can't wait for the Creed Brothers to come up. I can't wait for them to come up the main roster. I want to see what they do. I want to see who they pair them with. I think they'll be really good in Alpha Academy. Um, or you put them with... Uh, <sighs> If you put them with even even right now, if you wanted to do a faction with the Creed brothers, uh, if they turn heel and you put them with Braun Breaker, I think they would be a great faction coming up, great young faction, and it'd be hard to stop them. Uh, but the Creed brothers, I think they're ready to come at the main roster. Uh, they had a match against Gallows. The Gallows boys won again. Uh, they're really good, man. So I want to see more from the Gallows boys and both the Creed brothers, man. I'm a big fan of Diamond Mine. Uh, even though the diamond mine right now is in shambles. <laughs> uh, let's go to the women's championship. We have new, new champion. 
uh, Tiffany Stratton uh, beat Lara Valkyrie. Uh, the match was okay, but Tiffany Stratton pulled off the win in there. I think she's going to be a great representative. Uh, she's the second coming of Mandy Rose. A lot of people want to see it. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, so Tiffany Stratton, hats off to you. Uh, that was a great win. Uh, and also NXT Championship, Carmelo Hayes versus Braun Breaker. That was an absolute banger of a match. Carmelo Hayes pulled off the win, and he proved that he was him. I am him. Uh, he won the match. Uh, but, man, Braun Breaker looks so good in the ring. I like Hill Braun Breaker. Hill Braun Breaker is money. Hill Braun Breaker terrorizes the whole entire roster. So I want to see what Braun Breaker does, man, because Braun Breaker looks really good against Carmelo Hayes, man, and he is – I don't like the colorful Braun Breaker. Give me the all-black Braun Breaker breaking bones. You know what I'm saying? But he put on one hell of a match, man. Uh, that was really good. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. I don't want to hold y'all off a little bit. Uh, because I know y'all want to talk about Knights of Night of Champions. Uh, so if you got anything to say about Night of Champions, go ahead and put it in the comment box. Uh, let me go over to the Best Damn Nation, man. We got some comments. Congratulations, Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Uh, she got a baby on the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know a lot of a lot of y'all fans, female fans, y'all got baby fever once y'all start seeing certain people have babies. You know what I'm saying? When the man uh, ended up having the baby, all of y'all was like, oh, I'm so happy for Becky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's, what's her name? Lacey Evans. She just had a baby and then came back to wrestling. You know what I'm saying? So uh, congratulations to all the mamas and the baby mamas, mamas, and the baby's mamas, mamas, and mamas. <laughs> oh man. Uh but let's go ahead and get into it, man. Uh I want you guys in the best damn nation, man. You know how you know, since I don't have the best damn crew here with me, I want you guys in the best damn nation to give me a grade and let me know what you thought about the grade of uh excuse me, the night of champions. Um so if you like the night of champions, uh give me a grade A through F of what you thought about it. But you know we gotta go. Excuse me, class. Class. Wow. Man, um, if I had to give a grade to the entire Night of Champions event on Saturday, May the 27th in Saudi Arabia, uh, I would give it a B, man. It was a, a solid show. It was really good. Um, it was some things that happened that I'm gonna talk about in a second, and I know you want to talk about it. I know you, I know you want to talk about it. Uh, but let's go ahead and get to the first match, man. We now have a new world heavyweight champion on Monday Night Raw, and his name is Seth Freaking Rollins. Seth Rollins put on a battle, absolute clinic match. Uh, with AJ Styles, man, they were going back and forth. I mean, AJ was giving. Seth, everything he had, they were going at it. They were going at it, Jack. It was a great match. Absolute classic of a match. Seth Rollins ended up pulling out that win. Uh, he is the new champion, man. He deserved it. On Monday Night Raw, AJ Styles came to Monday Night Raw. And even though AJ is on Friday Night SmackDown, he came to Raw. And he was like, hey, look, I just wanted to come up here and tell you, man, hey, you put on a hell of a performance. I threw everything at you. 
You know what I'm saying? And you don't deserve to be a champion. You earned it. I thought that was classy. And then later on that night, they uh, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles teamed up to take on Judgment Day. Uh, they won that fight. But, man, that was a classy thing to do for AJ to come on and say, hey, I admit you won. You the better man. Congratulations, channel. Now I got to see how I'm going to get in this fight with Roman Reigns. And I want to see AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns, but I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger on that. Who's Roman's next challenger? We'll see. Because we have some stuff going on within the bloodline. <laughs> got to talk about it. Uh, first of all, let me do Cody versus Brock. Uh, Cody versus Brock was a, it was a good match. It was okay. Yeah, it was. If, yeah. if you care about it, it was a it was a pretty good match. Cody did not want to tap out to Brock. Uh, Brock had him in the Kimura lock for like three hours. <laughs> Cody was just sitting there trying to get out of the Kimura lock. He couldn't, man. He was debilitated. Is that a word? Debilitated? Yeah, he was debilitated. Couldn't get out of the lock, man. He had him in the chicken wing. You ever had somebody in chicken wing? You know what I'm saying? It hurt. Put him in three. Put, your, put somebody in the chicken wing for three three minutes. See if they won't tap out. Uh, <laughs> but Cody, man, didn't want to tap out. He ended up passing out. Brock Lesnar won that match, man. Uh, I think they're going to try to do Brock versus Cody number three. I still don't care about it. I asked the, the fellas in the best damn crew if they cared about the match. They really don't. So we'll see if they do something interesting, man, because I'm not really interested in Brock versus Cody. Still, it's no story with that. I need a little story, man. Give me a little substance. You know what I'm saying? Give me something to care about. Um, one of the matches I did care about was Gunther versus Mustafa Ali. We talked about it. Uh, Gunther versus Mustafa Ali. It was no way that anybody expected Mustafa Ali to pull off the win. We just expected Mustafa Ali to do good. <laughs> and good he did. Uh, Mustafa Ali put on a great match with Gunther. Uh, it went back and forth, but Gunther was just giving it to him. Man, Gunther is a different type of animal. Put the belt on Goofy. Keep the belt on Goofy. He already got a belt. I, I hope he's the longest running Intercontinental Champion ever. I hope he set a new precedence for that belt and, and make that belt the belt to get. But Gunther, man, uh, pulled off the win against Mustafa Ali. But then we turn around and, on NXT and Mustafa Ali is on NXT. What's going on? Mustafa Ali, why are you on NXT? I think it'll be good for him if they do something with him. But uh, Baron Corbin just made his uh, debut on NXT. So, you know, you still got a challenge there, man. Mustafa Ali is in NXT. And uh, Baron Corbin in this, is in NXT. We'll see what they do with that. But let's go back to the champions, man. We had Bianca versus Oscar. We now have a new women's champion in Oscar, man. Absolute great match. Uh, man, the women, and I said it, I said it on the last podcast, man, the women, had they going to have to come in and show out. Because if they do not show out, that Saudi Arabia crowd will, you know, you know, you you in a foreign country that has different types of rules for, for women. So you need to show why uh, the positions that you're given to be on a platform like that to showcase the strength of women from all around the world of different walks of life, man, that's a big 
that's a big, a lot of pressure. And a lot of those women really take that seriously. Uh, Bianca versus Oscar was a great match, man. And Oscar pulled off the win. I think the right person won. Uh, hats off to Bianca, man, for holding that belt as long as she did. Um, she is an absolute star. And she don't need the belt to be Bianca Belair. You know what I'm saying? She still, she can define, she defined that belt. And I think when she get it again, she's going to define it again. But right now, it's Oscar's time to let Oscar terrorize the rest of the women. Because I'm going to tell you, nobody want to be spit on. She got the miss move. Nobody want to be spit on by Oscar. Nobody. Nobody, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Bianca still has some 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 guys from, from, from the last time Oscar spit on her. A whole, a whole nother week later. <laughs> Man. Uh, but beautiful people, let me introduce uh, one of the members of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. He is the Don of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. He is the Genie of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. We all know and love him as the entrepreneur of entrepreneurs. The Renaissance man himself, LP, is in the building. What's happening? What's going on, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, brother. Uh, yeah, I just got done with my shoe a little earlier, driving back to the house. Oh, man. Oh, man. Work, work, hard working man. How was the shoot? Tell, tell us about your shoot, brother. Uh, this was a, uh, I made breast, I made female breastplates and I had a gold breastplate that I wanted to shoot last and I did an angel thing with it. So we was downtown Raleigh with the wings and the breastplate and all that stuff that right, right downtown. Okay. I know people were walking by looking like, oh my God, what is that? What does she got on? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Some everybody asking, what is it for? But you know, people just generally knows it. Yeah. <laughs> what what is it for? Is it yeah, for something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got that question a couple times. Like, it's not your business. It's like just keep moving. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, people get nosy when you have a camera out. Whenever they pull some cameras out, people start getting nosy. Start trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Oh man, how how was how was your weekend, my brother? Uh, it was pretty good. It rained a lot here, but you know, I had a couple of shoots and hid from the rain pretty much for the most part. Oh man. Can you stand the rain? <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, man, uh, I was sitting here talking about Night of Champions, man, and some of these matches. Uh I was talking about Seth versus AJ Styles, which was an absolute banger. Uh and then let's go ahead and get into it. What did you think about uh the Night of Champions event. We got to give it a grade. I gave it a B. I thought it was a good event. Um, a lot of the matches delivered, and there was a lot of spots that did not. What would you give the Night of Champions event as a whole? Uh, yeah, I, I would give it a B. I, I, I wouldn't give it an A because every match definitely wasn't – everything definitely wasn't great about it. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say it was C and B or F worthy. So, yeah, I definitely say I'll be. All right. Yeah, man, I thought that a lot of matches really hit on a lot of cylinders, man, and uh, it kind of made up for some of the other matches where, you know, that were kind of a little lackluster. 
you know what I'm saying, in nature. Um, what do you think about the Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles match? Yeah, I thought I thought that was a great match. I thought that was um that was a match that needed to be that kind of match for that belt. Uh, you know, really raise the bar uh, for that belt. Now, you know, he they're gonna be looking for some those kind of matches almost every pay per view, which is good. But yeah, I, I thought that was a I thought it was a real good match. I thought they were gonna wrestle well. They have, this is not the first time they wrestled before. I was I saw a couple of things before. I was thinking that was the first time. I think they wrestled once before, or they haven't wrestled a lot. But I don't think that that wasn't the first time they ever wrestled. They wrestled once once before in two thousand and six. Um, and that was more on the indie scene, but not nothing main stage, and not these level of uh, legend versus legend. Let's call it what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's that's what it was for that match, man. So for them to be pretty much the second time locking up, I thought they did a great job. But you say you liked it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely was. Um, it definitely good. I mean, I, I still knew that. You know, I didn't have no doubt that Seth was gonna was gonna win. I never thought AJ was gonna win, but I knew he was gonna give a great match. Um, but yeah, I thought I, th- I think they did. I, it could have went either way. I don't think nobody. Uh, some people might would have been mad, but I don't think you really could have been wrong going the other way. I guess the only thing that you would say if it went the other way was AJ just came back and he got this opportunity, which a lot of people really wasn't saying that because AJ is that dude. Like AJ is that good. So, and they've been having him not doing much for a while. Yeah, you're right, man. Let me get the opinion of another uh, best damn crew member, man. Uh, he is the resident wrestler of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. He's your mama's favorite wrestler. And he can whoop your daddy ass, Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. Man, listen, I've been in this jam whooping people's daddy's asses all day. All day. All day, <laughs> man. What's going on, good people? What's up? What's up? What's up? What up, LP? What up there? Beat Ryan. What's going on? What's happening? Oh, man. Uh, we're talking about Night of Champions. Uh, we had to rate Night of Champions 8 through F. Uh, I gave it a B. LP gave it a B. Where do you give the Night of Champions event uh, at Saudi Arabia? Uh, I got to agree with you guys. I give it a B as well. Um, There were some matches that was way too long. There were some matches that were short but expected. Um. Yeah, I, I got to give it a B. Uh, the whole storyline with the bloodline was really good. Uh, Seth, I heard you guys talking about Seth and AJ, which was really good, as expected. Um, they both went out there and gave it their all. Congratulations to Seth Rollins. Uh, AJ Styles definitely went out there and was a good brother and helping Seth. I mean, truthfully, he don't need to help Seth. Seth don't need help getting over, but I think it kind of sent him over over the top. Uh, being able to win the world title and taking it to Raw. So I, I definitely give it a B as well. Yeah, man. Let me go out to the best damn nation. Uh, I see one. I grade a C plus. Ooh. Best damn nation. A little, <laughs> little stiff. 
Um, the overall show was really good, man. Um, let's go ahead and get into it, man. I want to talk about one of the <laughs> one of the matches, probably on the weaker match on the card. Um, Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. LP, I really want to see what you say about this, man. Uh, it was some moments in there, uh, some botches in there that made my ass itch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it was very hard to watch. Um, and then, yeah, people were tearing, kind of tearing Trish Stratus apart. Zoe, uh, Zoe Starks kind of saved the moment and saved the match for Trish. In a lot of ways, and I, I knew somebody was coming out. I thought it was going to be Lita. I was wrong. It was Zoe Starks. I like the alignment between Trish Stratus and Zoe Starks. But let's talk about it real quick, fellas. LP, what did you think about <laughs> Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus? I mean, it was it was like Dookie on the street. It just sat there and stunk. That match, that match was like me versus Becky Lynch. She only can carry me, but so far, like she only could carry Trish so far. Trish couldn't right. even do the Trish couldn't even do the thing when she flip up and give her the uh, the leg thing off the rope. I can't even think of the damn thing right now. She, Becky had a satisfaction. Is that is that the move? No, nah, when, when she on top of the turnbuckle and she tried to uh, the stratosphere or something like that. Stratosphere. Yeah. Damn yeah. here, Beck, Becky had to put her legs into place. Like, <laughs> bro, hold on. She had to do it twice. Her legs was like wet noodles. <laughs> Becky was trying to grab her. <laughs> they were just flopping around. She was like, give me the goddamn legs. <laughs> she was trying to grab them. But them, them, them things was wiggling, Jack. I was like, man, why are her legs so limber? You know what I'm saying? It looked like, <laughs> like, look like uh, belly buddies. Remember the belly buddies? Oh, the belly buddies. <laughs> You talking about them float things, man? <laughs> yeah, little floaters. Oh, yeah, I think man. I think I think people need to really realize, Trish. People giving Trish a little bit too much credit for starting this woman resolution. I mean, I'm I'm really about tired of it because, as y'all know, I go back and I'm, I'm watching. I'm literally watching Raw in order, so I've been watching Trish. Trish. Trish got popular because she was fine. Let's just be honest. It wasn't because of her wrestling skills. Trish was not even the best female when she was on when she had the belt. Jackie was better. Molly Holly was better. Ivory was better. Uh, Jazz was better. Uh, who was the damn Mickey when she got there? She was better. Like, who was Trish really better other than Stacey Keebler and uh, <laughs> and uh, I forgot the other girl. Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly. Yeah, yeah all, all the pretty girls. Yeah, she was better than them. And, and Chris and Christy Hemi. Yeah, Craig, yeah, Christy Hemi. Like, she was not better than nobody. Like, I'm so sick well, of them. Better, better is subjective. You know what I'm saying? Like, better? Was she a star? I think she was a bigger star than a lot of them. Was she, she a better wrestler? She I was fine. She was fine, but she didn't start no female residence. She didn't start no revolution. Like, let's get that bullshit out of here. Like, <laughs> and, now, and now, that's like, I bet you Mickey James get in that ring with uh with Becky. That would have been a hell of a damn match. I bet you have the women I named, if they still get if they still wrestle, I don't know if Ivory and Miley Holly them still wrestle, but 
I bet you they still put on a better show than Trish. You know, Trish is really showing that she's she's not that person that they, they need to go ahead and don't do no more matches. Let her be a manager. I can see that. That that they did you see though that beatdown she's supposed to gave her Monday night? Did you see them hit? Yeah. Come on, man. It's Trish. Trish. Stop. Did you hold up? Did y'all see Trish? Her chin, bro. Her chin looked like she got attacked by a cocaine bear. <laughs> it was bruised. Man, I was like, what is that? Oh man, she bruised it like that. I'm trying to figure out when it happened. You know what I'm saying? That first that first punch. That first punch that Becky Lynch threw. I said, man, listen, there was some malice and that or Trish Stratus just wasn't paying attention. She forgot and she got clocked. That go back and watch it. That very first punch that Becky Lynch throws knocks her slam out, bro. And then Becky Lynch ended up getting her nose busted. I don't even know when that happened. I think that happened with Zoe Stark. Yeah, yeah. I think that did. And, and from the angle that they showed at first, it looked like Zoe Stark didn't even really connect that good. It looked like she kind of hit her under her armpit. But then you just see uh, her nose just blessing, oozing, <laughs> oozing blood. I'm like, well, she is a she is a bleeder because I it didn't even look like she really connected all the way, but she 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 did. And when she connected, I guess she bust her nose, man, and you know she was bloody, you know. Uh, but yeah, man, it was it was kind of rough. That was uh, one of the matches on the card where, you know, like I said, it always starts kind of save that that whole segment because I thought it was a lot of misfire moments in that match. Trish kind of showed a lot of ring rest, and we love Trish Trash, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm all for women coming back in their prime, and they still feel like they're in their prime, and uh, they're doing a lot of things that they couldn't do in their era. I love that. Trish Stratus and Lita came back. But if you're going to come back, don't just come back for no nostalgia. And you talking about getting in the ring with some of these women, listen, you got to show up and show out and show why you are one of the greatest of all time. Well, let me go out to the best of nation. We got a comment says, thank you, Trish. <laughs> That's all <laughs> she wants to hear is thank you, Trish. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, Mr. Everything. I, I think some people uh, disagree with you with LP as far as, uh, you know, Trish Stratus. They want to say thank think, you, Trish. I think they're saying thank you for a horrible match. I think that's what they're saying. Thank you for a horrible match? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything. How could you? Oh, man. Hey, I love, I love her to death. She's an amazing woman. But that match, that was, that was all Becky Lynch carrying that entire thing. Like, even her own... Um, Satisfaction looks horrible. Like it, it was, it was terrible. I, I, I wouldn't sell it. I wouldn't get pinned from it. Mm. That's just me. That is me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, listen. Let's talk about one of the matches on the card. Um, first of all, I want to say that the representation matters, man. We talked about representation matters. Um, we saw Mustafa Ali and Sami Zayn both paid tributes in their own way to their culture. Uh, you know, the Saudi Arabian uh, and, you know, people, they 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 loved the representation on screen and, and in the event. Um, Sami Zayn, man, even spoke uh, 
I'm not sure if it's I'm not sure what the language was. I don't want to say Arabic. Arabic. I don't think it was, it was, was it Arabic. It was Arabic. Okay. Yes, it was Arabic. Arabic. Okay. Uh so he spoke Arabic, man, and they blew everybody away. I, it blew me away. I'm like, I ain't even know Sam Zane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wonder I wonder what he put on his uh what on his resume. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when you ask him the questions like what gender are you? I wonder if he checks. I wonder if he checks, you know, other. So <laughs> so real quick, uh Sami Zayn is Syrian. He is Syrian with uh um, Canadian uh lineage or uh, Canadian connection. So he was born in Canada, but he's of uh, Syrian descent. That's what I mean. Uh, right. and that's one of the reasons why hold on one second. Stupid call. Um, that's one of the reasons why he has not had an opportunity to go over to Saudi Arabia because of all of the um, the things going on between the two governments. And they made a big deal with making that comment of um, Saudi Arabia and Syria came to an agreement on uh, the differences in their governments. And that's why Sami Zayn was able to go over there now because now they have a better understanding of um, you know, the government and the two cultures and, you know, all these different things. Um, that's why Kevin Owens never went over there because Kevin Owens always supported Sami Zayn. He said, look, Sami can't go. I'm not going either. So that was the, the big, big deal about Sami Zayn going over there. And that's why he went up there and got on the mic and introduced himself and Kevin Owens in Arabic to show, listen, this is my family. This is my culture. I mean, David said on the commentary, a lot of his family was there, and you know that that's the big thing. So yeah, uh, representation definitely matters. But that's the reason why uh, Sami Zayn's whole situation was such a big deal. Yeah, it definitely was, man. Um, LP, man, what did you think about Sami Zayn's entrance? Uh, You said what I think about his interest? Yeah, his interest. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was real though, but I, I didn't know. It surprised me too. Um, but I, I thought it was a great moment for him. Yeah, he was crying at the uh, at the entrance way, so you know it was an amazing moment for him. Um, the people there enjoyed it a lot. Uh, so I, I I definitely think it was something that I think it was a great moment that should be uh, marked in history. But you know something like that. Yeah, man, I think that uh, they they kind of get you in the fields a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because he st he stood on his laurels, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he stood on his laurels, and then uh, man, it was great. He got a a great home reception, man. It's kind of like he did in Montreal, man. The people went crazy when they saw uh, Sami Zayn and KO come out, and also uh, Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa had like a 13 minute entrance. Uh, but uh, it was great. That, that ramp in Saudi Arabia was really long. Anybody else notice that? Yeah, yeah, I noticed it because especially when they walking slow like Roman. Yeah, man, I was like, this is a long ass ramp. Y'all couldn't shorten that up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> but man, uh, let's talk about this whole match, and uh, you know, we got to get into it. The match was good. Uh, it was, it was, you know, a lot of things that I, I kind of knew what was going to happen. Pretty much, Roman and Solo Sokola dominated the match, most of the match. Um, and then at the end, Sammy and KO kind of started to rally at the end. The ref 
got knocked out. Bloodline came in. Uh, the Usos, uh, Bloodline members Usos came in, took out Sammy, Zane, and KO. Fellas, we got to talk about this, man, because this moment <laughs> absolutely blew my mind. And we we were going to talk about it. We, and Mr. Everything, you kind of alluded to how it was going to play out. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I didn't allude to anything. Mm-hmm. I told y'all what was going to happen. And that's exactly Ooh. what happened. What I say, what exactly what I said was going to happen is what happened. Who I didn't Huh? You've been saying Jay. Ain't nobody saying Jimmy. Hey, when well, you I, seen Jimmy coming? I, I, I totally saw Jimmy coming. Because remember, he's always been the hothead, but he's been the one that's just like, he, he was the one that it, you would expect to lose it because he's, he's so collective and he's he's like, yo, yo, just chill, chill, chill. Like, you, you would be, he would be the one to, to lose it. Um, Jay is is the hothead. You expect him to kind of do something wild and crazy or whatever. But Jimmy is more so like, all right, you know what? I'll, I'll take that. I'll I'll eat that or whatever. But after a while, I was like, look, I ain't taking no more. Hey. Jay is more so like, yo, you got one time, and and that's it. But that's only on based on somebody else. Like he got so much respect for his cousin that he's like, nah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna flip with my cousin like that. But Jimmy, like, no, every, anybody can get it. You do. You disrespect me long enough. Anybody can get it. Hey, it's all. It's always. It's always the one that laugh. It's all. You know what I'm saying. It's always the quite the ones that laugh and the one that deserve. when he when he missed the first time he started laughing. He, he's serious. When he started laughing, I knew what that meant. I was like, oh, you got to watch him. Listen, the twins. This is the th- difference how the twins are. Both of the, of the twins, they wear their emotions on their sleeve. It just comes out a little different. Jay wears his emotion on his sleeve. You could, he's up front. You can tell how he's feeling. He's going to let you know what's on his mind. Uh, he, he, it comes out aggressive. Jimmy's, he, his, his, he wears his on his sleeve too, but he just expresses it a little different. But man, I got to give y'all this play-by-play. After the Usos slide in the ring, beat up Sammy and KO, Roman Reigns started yelling at the Usos. What are you doing here? I didn't tell you to come out here. I don't need you out here. He mushes. We talked about the last, what, what was the three things, LP? We talked about the three things that you don't do to a man or you going to have to fight. What was it? Mush him, slap him, and spit on him. Yeah. Yep, those three. You can't mush and, a man, man. And back up a little bit. Before, before Roman did all that, it was uh, the super kick to Solo Sokoa that set it all off. It was the super kick to Solo Sokoa there. But I got to back up a little bit. So there was a mishap uh, where uh, I believe it was Sami Zayn was set up to get kicked. It kind of moved out yeah. of the way. Uh, and Solo Sokoa got double kicked by both of his brothers in the face. Knocked him out clean. Out in the ring, you ain't see him for a while. Um, but when Roman must Jimmy, he turned his back and he must Jay. And what he said to Jay was, ain't no day ones 
no more. And he mushed Jay the second time. So when he mushed Jay the second time, he turns around and a foot just comes out of the way. Connect me right on the jaw. <laughs> Man. Jimmy kicked the shit out of Roman Reigns. Jay was like, man, what you doing? He was conflicted because, mind you, they had just kicked Sami Zayn out of the group for doing the exact same thing. They just, they had a, they had a almost, what, a four-month, five-month uh, feud with Sami Zayn out over the same thing that Jimmy just did on Saturday night. Jimmy kicked him in the face. Jay was like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? Jimmy said, so passionately, I'm doing what you should have did a long time ago. He said, I got you. He pushed him, and they kicked him again. Oh, my God. The crowd went crazy. My mouth, jaw, everything dropped. Man, you talking about the greatest betrayal in history. We thought it was Sammy that was going to hold that title. I mean, then obviously in, in the annals of wrestling, there's always been a lot of betrayals, great betrayal moments. You know, Seth Rollins on Roman Reigns was a great betrayal moment. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Hogan on Macho Man was a great betrayal moment. But this one? Let's talk about it, Mr. Everything. What did you think about this whole match and how uh, they kind of rounded, starting to round off the storyline, man. What do you think? Man, it is storytelling at its best. Um, the only issue I have with it, truthfully, we're never going to get a story, a story like this ever again. Ever, yeah. it's gonna, it's gonna take something totally extreme for them to be able to match a storyline like this. This played out for. Three years? Three years. Three, three, three years. This played out for three years and it's culminating to this moment. And I man, I cannot wait for Friday. I cannot wait to see what's gonna happen. We all know that they have the uh the thousand um thousand day celebration going on for Roman. I'm quite sure they're gonna have security. Hint, 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 hint. They're gonna have security around the ring and you know, it's going to be Jay Uso coming to the ring and Jimmy isn't going to, not going to be there or he's going to try, try to stop his brother from going in there. But it's going to be a situation where they're going to need security and hint, 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 hint on Friday in, in uh, Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. Um, and I'm, I'm interested to see exactly what's going to happen. But I, I love the entirety of the, uh, the storyline um, because it was well played. It was well told, all the emotion behind it, even up to that moment of Jimmy just losing his mind Yeah, in, in a way. He's he just like, you can tell like it was like a, a moment of insanity for him. Like, y'all, I'm sick of it. I'm tired of you trying to you know bully us around. I mean, the way Roman told him, yeah, remember when we was kids? You know, I used to beat you now and then. I beat you now and now. And, and Jimmy's like, you know what? I do remember when we was kids. And I think that's what happened on, on, on Friday or Saturday. He's like, yeah, I do remember when we was kids. So you know what? Here, eat this. So I, I loved it completely. 
Yeah, man, I absolutely loved it, man. LP, man, what did you think about uh, this whole bloodline storyline up until now? I know you mentioned uh, a couple of things that was going to happen that ended up happening, man. So what did you think about uh, Jimmy being the one to portray uh, Roman, kicking him in the face twice, man? I mean, he laced him, too. What do you think about it? Um, I, I think it was great. I think it was, you know, I think it was unexpected because, you know, we always joke about Jimmy seems to never know what the hell going on. Like <laughs> with the whole solo situation, he still didn't have no idea what happened at the last pay-per-view. And they just always make it. They made Jimmy out to be the weak link. And that moment made everybody start looking at Jimmy. Now everybody posting stuff like, oh, it's going to be Jimmy. Jimmy versus Roman and. And Jay gonna be the special guest referee and all, all this crazy mess. I don't know what I don't know where they're going with it. Um, it reminded me a lot of when Batista finally turned on Triple H. Like those kind of story builds, you don't see that often no more. Like you guys remember when yeah. you know Triple H kept on trying to play Batista and he finally did. It. Everybody went crazy. Like I'm trying to think of how many moments we've had like that in the last couple of years. And there ain't been none because they don't, you know, everybody knew when Dominique was going to betray Ray. So, I mean, things like that, When Dom, even when, by the time Ray finally hit Dominique, it was good, but it wasn't on that kind of level. Right. So, I I, I love I love the way they uh, they built the story. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see Friday. And I like the way they made everybody wait to Friday. Like, they didn't have nothing to do with it on Monday. Well, at least if they did, I didn't see anything. But they made it like, you know, that's how you're supposed to do it. Keep it on your show to make people want to watch your show. The ratings for Friday should go up because people are going to be like, damn, what's going to happen? You know, Rakishi making posts about little shit here and there. People wondering if he's going to have anything to do with it. And, Man, you listen, know. I would love to see Rakishi come. And, and try to set some ground rules, man, and pull pull the OG card. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how, how Roman would even look at that. You know what I'm saying? If Rakishi did do that. Um, but man, that's <laughs> what do you think about that? You think that Rikishi should come in and, and kind of interject and you know, kind of rein the, the family in? What do you think about the LP? Um, I think that if they, I think somebody from the family needs to to add more because that's a, that's just going to add more to the story. Um, Rikishi should be on the side of his sons now. I don't want him coming talking no bull crap talking about the damn tribal chief. Like you saw him mush your boys, so <laughs> it's gonna be. And if if they bring him in, it would be interesting to because you know the other guys they kind of too old, so I don't really think they're gonna be doing too much mic work. But um, right. you know, with the Rock not being there, Rakishi's probably the only one who really could, uh, you know, say something. I mean, those are his three boys, and you know how Solo gonna act, you know, getting. You know, getting kicked in the face, even though Solo was gonna take them out at any given time, waiting for the word to do it. So Solo, who, Solo, who knows yeah, what Solo was gonna do? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a little distinct, a little uh, divide with that kick. You know what I'm saying? I think that was kind of the dagger. You know, they were really alluding to uh, to Solo kind of turning on his brothers, but you know, that kick kind of, kind of. That was a symbol for something. What, what you think, LP? Yeah, it definitely was, man. 
I saw I saw something about him that was very interesting. They said they could have him being not him being like outcast from the bloodline. Like they didn't really accept him or you know, blah blah blah. Uh I don't know if that's gonna happen, but he may be a new person to come in and add a little bit more spice to the story. But I don't know, because anybody jump in now, they're gonna have to be ready to be, you know, in that story and then they're so high up now. I don't know if you can bring somebody in and just let them start being on the bloodline level, level of yeah. stuff that's going on right now. Um, yeah, I, you know, where where does this where did this story end for the bloodline? Does it ever end? <laughs> oh man, I I think it would be premature to be honest with you. And I know a lot of people want the storyline to end just so that some other people will get some some prominent storylines, but if this storyline end, man, who do you see really stepping up in a storyline that's interesting like this? And like you said, this is a three-year-long storyline. Let me go out to the best damn nation, man. I see a comment that says uh, the bloodline definitely has way more drama than the Ultimatum show on Netflix. <laughs> uh, I definitely agree with that, man. Um, I, I love watching the storyline. I want to watch it from the beginning to now and just to see how it played out. But I, I think that's something that one of you guys had mentioned that was on YouTube where they had the whole play out of the, the bloodline storyline. I believe it was you, Mr. Everything. Was that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I want to I want to check that out from beginning to end, man, and see uh, that whole storyline. But what are the implications? You know what I'm saying? What's going to happen on Saturday? Inquiring minds would like to know. It's going to be interesting, man. Uh, I just want to see where that goes. And does Jimmy challenge Roman almost like Wakanda style uh, for, for the head of the team? I would love that. I would love to, you know what I'm saying, have some challenges to the crown. You know what I'm saying? Straight Black Panther style, you know. You get you get in the, in the ring and just, all right, hash it out, and this is for the head of the table. I don't think Jimmy is that guy. Jay? I think Jay is ready, man. <laughs> I think Jay is ready. I, I think a lot of I've seen the praises of Jay because I see the work that he does, man. He's really good. Um, any predictions on where the bloodline storyline is going? Let me go LP. Ah, man, it's it's so hard to say. Uh, hopefully, I won't be breaking up. It's so hard to say, man, because it's like every time you think you got a gristle, we get bits and pieces, but you don't get nobody can figure it all out. I. I I'm still not sure if one of the Usos takes the belt off of Roman. I don't think it's going to be Cody. There's no way in the hell it's going to be Cody. So I just think Roman's going to hold on. I think Roman's going to hold on to the belt for a while. So I, that's why I don't know where. They're going to get a match. One of them might get a match. But uh, what's the stipulation for the match? You know the leader, the leader, the leader of the bloodline, the belt leader and the leadership. The belt and the leadership of the bloodline, and maybe you can have somebody take the belt off of Roman and run the bloodline for a little bit, or you can have Roman step down and have you know another person who thinks that they can run it, run it, and then end up. 
messing up, yep. and then Roman has to come back and say, "Be like, hey, you see, you see how the pressure is." <laughs> I think. I think. Uh, I think what happens is Jimmy ends up challenging Roman Reigns, and he loses, and it it makes Jay have to make a decision. You gonna side with your cousin or you gonna side with your brother? And then it brings back to Jay and Roman and Jay takes the belts. Because you gotta remember this whole storyline has always been about Jay being the main event of the bloodline. Main event Jay is all they've been talking about. Him being able to be the guy. You know, it, a lot of them everybody in the bloodline would always say that. You know, Jay could be the guy. Uh, Roman has even said, you know, Jay, he's he's amazing. He's main event Jay. He's my right-hand man. He could be the guy. And I think those are the little Easter eggs that we've been, uh, that's been planted in us that we're not really paying attention to. That's when they're going to unfold and, and see what happens. I can see Alpha Sika possibly coming on Friday. Um, Rikishi, definitely. Uh, Solo definitely has a situation on his hands. I can see if Rikishi comes to SmackDown on Friday, Roman sick and solo on Rikishi would be something else. I, I can see that happen. I think that what they can do is they had something that they were going to try to do, which was like a, a tribal council. And I think it got scrapped at last minute when something happened. I think this will be the perfect time for like a tribal council. Where you have the elders coming, you have a segment with the elders, Alpha and Sika and Rakishi, um, all come down and then they try to, you know, fix things within the family. And then they reestablish order and get the get the fellas back behind Roman Reigns. And then Roman Reigns continues to, you know, do what he does, but then you can still have a little animosity between the members and the bloodline. Keep that going until uh, you have a big match where Roman is ready to drop the belt to one of his family members because I believe it's going to be to one of his family members. I don't think he's going to drop the belt to anybody else. Well, I think I when they didn't do when they were supposed to have all them people there one time before, it was a bunch of flight issues. That's why they end up not doing it. Um, you, you remember that time Roman said every, all of them was going to be there, or whatever that one time. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a it was it was because of a bunch of flights. Uh, I think right, it was, I know it was something Rakishi flight, and it was a it was a it was a bunch of traveling issues. Is why they end up, you know, they didn't even say nothing about it. They just act like everybody was supposed to forget after they made that. <laughs> we remember, we're not retarded. But yeah, uh, yeah we're supposed to. Um, I think I think that would be a, a good a good story. Uh, but that they only could they only can run that story once. They they can't. I don't want to keep on saying the old people come in because they've been doing a great job without it. So they can add a little bit more to it, but don't, don't make it a you know don't make it a reoccurring reoccurring thing. I mean, it may, it may get to the point where there's only one person who can fix the bloodline. We got to call the rock back. We got to call the rock back. You got to break. You got to break the glass in case <laughs> in case of emergency. Bring out Brock. I mean, not bring out the Rock. Um, that used to be Goldberg. I'm not sure what <laughs> you know. Saying that is now, but man, I'm excited to see where this whole bloodline storyline goes, fellas. Um, you know, we got to do it 
Let's go ahead and get into some of these segments, man. Um, we haven't done this in a while. Fellas, I want to hear who your nominees are. For the WTF Award. What the? What's that? What the? What's that? Oh, man. Do you have any nominees for the bet? Uh, excuse me. For the WTF Award. Let me go, Mr. Everything. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I want to know what WTF. Natalia, what are you doing, baby? What are you doing? What are you doing? How you get squashed oh, on your birthday? On your birthday? How you get squashed? Like, you didn't even pitch the woman back. WTF, Natalia, what are you doing? Yeah, Natalia got smashed, man. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't even close. I think she came down to the ring. She was expecting at least, I expected at least uh, some type of battle. She had no offense whatsoever. That was a WTF moment. Natalia, I know your birthday just passed, baby, but uh, you get the WTF award. LPZ. Do you have a nominee for the WTF award? Uh, well, first of all, shout out to Rhea Ripley in that outfit. Holy crap. <laughs> holy, holy freaking crap. Oh, <laughs> Snots out to her making that stuff look good because it's hard to make them, them full ninja <laughs> Kill Bill Bruce Lee body suit they got to wear look good. But damn it, Rhea Ripley. Uh, I, I'm gonna give the award to Triple H. Triple H. I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna give it to Triple H. Because everybody knows that LA night is over. When Triple H did the press conference, they was saying LA night, he couldn't even get his words out. Doing mm. during um I think it was doing raw, because I think raw was pre-taped. If I'm not mistaken, and they they piped in booze for L.A. Night from Raw. He was not getting booze. They wow. even there's there's actually fan footage, and they were calling they were calling WWE out, out on Twitter that they was like he was getting cheered like hell, and they they piped in those booze because they. <laughs> I, I I gotta put him on it because like what the hell I I know they don't like people to get over organically, but dude is over. Give the man the money in the bank and let him go ahead and I ain't, he ain't gonna be Roman now. I mean let's calm down with that. But <laughs> if the man if the man is over, he is over. I'm gonna blame Triple H. I'm not gonna blame Vince because I mean Triple H is he he take he's. He's a person right now that's taking the thing. I ain't gonna keep on saying every time something bad happens, it's Vince. And we even know that probably was Vince, but but I'm still gonna say true. <laughs> Don't be piping in no booze for the dude if he's freaking over. That's my what the f f award. <laughs> oh man, LP went in for the WTF award. Oh man. I think my nominee for the WTF award, man, would probably have to be uh, Trish Stratus, man. 
for some of those botches. I mean, they were unforgivable. I think she should stop doing the stratosphere move. Um, it's, you know, it, at least elevate it or work on it or something else. But the loose ass noodle legs and shit, that you got, it just, no, baby, just nuts. Don't, don't, stop. Stop doing it. Uh, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, I want to see Trish Stratus do more, man. She, she could possibly do something with this whole thank you, Trish kind of thing if she can become a dominant champion, man. But we'll see. About no, I'm not, I'm not too sure. You don't think so, LP? No, no. Everybody is they're tolerating Trish. Don't nobody care nothing about no Trish. Who is that? You know, even as a heel, you're supposed to get booed, but there's still levels of getting booed. Like Dom is a heel of all heels. He get booed, but he's over as a heel. Trish get booed because don't nobody want to see her. <laughs> it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't because she's over. It's like we don't we don't want to see you at all. Like go somewhere. Like no, if she didn't show up no more for the rest of the time, nobody's gonna say, "Hey, what happened to Trish?" Like nobody freaking cares. So no, please get her. I don't want her to be a manager. Just get just get her just get her gone, please. Just get her gone. Oh man, that's cold blooded, Jack. Listen, let's go ahead and uh, grade some of these things, man. We got some more segments we got to do. Uh, LPZ, it's been a lot of matches, man, uh, and a lot of moments happening. I want to go to LP and ask LP, what was your best damn wrestling moment? My best moment. Um, I would definitely say it would have to be Jimmy uh, once again uh, kicking Roman teeth out. Not once, but twice. Would have to be a best moment because I, I, I like moments that you know everywhere people was jumping out of their seats for, like going crazy over. Those are kind of moments you want to have, and that moment right there. Was definitely. I think either even if it would have been the other way and Jimmy would have did it, it still it would have been a huge moment. So I like. I I think no moment can. No moment in WWE. Let me say that because AEW. We I know we don't talk about AEW a lot, but AEW been having some. AEW had a crazy pay per view uh, recently, but uh, in WWE that is definitely uh, the top moment. Yeah, man. Uh it was a it was a spot that happened, man, on the uh, double or nothing event. Let's we can talk about it real quick, man, because double or nothing just happened recently, man. And uh, I want to talk about some of the moments uh, that happened in that event. Uh, Jade Cargill ended up losing her belt, um, and now what's her name? Jeez Louise Hammer Cheese, please. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Uh, anyway, we have a new AEW uh, TBS champion and Chris Statlander. Ooh, there it is. Came back to me. Still got it. <laughs> uh, Chris Statlander uh, ended up winning that belt. Um, also, man, we had the Young Bucks uh, and the B&D Elite pretty much taking on Blackpool Combat Club, there was a spot there 
where there was a, a super kick, a super a lit up super kick. Anybody want to talk about this real quick? That was interesting. Uh, it's, it's it's crazy how the Usos Jimmy uh, Jimmy Usos kick was louder than this sparkly flash in the pan uh, fire kick that uh, I believe Nick Jackson did uh, in the match. Uh, LP, let's talk about it. Did you get a chance to check out Double or Nothing? Uh, I didn't check out the whole pay per view, but I saw a lot of the hi um, highlights. The match with MJF and Jungle Boy and. Uh, Darby and uh what's his name? Sammy Guevara. Mm -hmm. Um that was a that was a great match. That was a that was a hell of a great match. One thing I like about AEW, their matches are entertaining when they don't try to do too much. That lit up super kick, that that's that's when they try to do too damn much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that shit that shit was some that was some indie that was some indie uh backyard wrestling. Uh, mess right there that they did not have to do. Like they, they're they're too high of a level to be doing some shit like that. Like I, I, I didn't like that spot at all. But um, the match, that their, their match was real good. MJF talking afterwards, like oh my god, I, Tony Khan be having a heart attack every anytime MJF speaks. You just don't know what oh. the hell that dude say. Like. God, he he. I thought I was bad when people don't be doing what they come out my mouth. MJF <laughs> is like my hero when it comes to you know you just don't know what that dude going down say man just the <laughs> but he yeah, yeah you right LP uh that if you guys haven't had a chance to check out the MJF press conference uh with Tony Khan man when he just walks in he Tony Khan is giving an interview like you know what I'm saying somebody asked him a question he started answering and then MJF comes and Tony Khan was like oh okay all right uh, I guess <laughs> he uh, he looked like he was about to crap his pants because he never knows what MJF is gonna say I would be terrified if I'm Tony Khan what if what if MJF says the wrong thing and multiple backers start backing out of AEW? That's a see, possibility of something that can possibly happen. See, Go but ahead. here's the thing. Here's the thing though. He's he's mad smart. Like he know what he says. He know what not to say and what to say. Like he's very it seems like he's saying shit, but he he know what he's saying. That's why um who was I watching an interview with uh Freddie Prince Jr. I don't know if y'all know Freddie Prince Jr. He wrote for WWE for years. Yeah. Um, uh for Fred from Scooby Doo. Wrote yeah. for WWE. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was there for a while. He he made a I, I watched his podcast or whatever thing he on sometimes. And he made a good point too. He was like, you know, everybody talk about what if MJF goes to WWE. Like MJF could never go to WWE and be MJF. Like it's publicly traded. It's just too much of a liability to have somebody like, you know, somebody like him on the damn roster. So, yeah, he he made hey, a comment to Tony Khan when he was like, you know, <laughs> does does Nick Khan want me on his roster? Yes. Does Triple H want me on their roster? Yes. And then he looked at Tony Khan. Tony Khan like, what the what the. He was like, calm down. Yeah, he said, you should worry about it. Or maybe he said, you should. <laughs> yeah, he said, he said, it must. 
Yeah, Airbus. He's like, Airbus? What am I, a child? Listen, this dude is talking to his, yeah. his boss. Yeah, he, 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 he is talking to his boss like a child. Do you understand that? Like, Mr. Everything, let's talk about it real quick. How, what do you think about MJF and his, and his antics? And do you think uh, his press conferences really bring more attention to uh, him as the wrestler? Because not a lot of people like his wrestling style. Uh, even though they keep saying he put up some classic matches, I don't. I don't like. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm, I'm not a fan of his ring style at all. Uh, but let's talk about it real quick. What did you think about MJF? His, MJF's performance in retaining his championship, the Triple B. And do you think? He can be a liability for WWE uh, or AEW based off of some of the things that he might say. Uh, I think that's the thing with with the culture that we have now is that anything that we say can be a liability to every company or even your own brand. Uh, MJF is that guy that realizes that he is a brand. so he's gonna he's gonna make you want to invest in him in any kind of way, whether it's something he said, something he did. I mean, you got fans that come to these signings and say, you know, give me the middle finger, or you know, slap me across the chest, or you know, here here's a picture of 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 you that I took a long time ago. Tear it up! Like these people are paying for these for this type of treatment. So I think NJF is like, yo. It don't matter what I do or what I say, I'm going to make money. And either you're going to get on board and realize that I make money and I can make money for you, or I'm just going to go somewhere else. Um, and I think that's why Tony Khan is is so so always on eggshells with MJF, but he he allows him to still do what he does because he knows he's going to bring money. And honestly. I really feel like MJF is keeping AEW afloat and this, as people say, you know, Monday Night Wars or Wednesday Night Wars or whatever, like this whole thing between AEW and WWE. I really feel like MJF is the one that's keeping the company afloat because you always want to tune in to see what he's going to say. Even if you don't watch the show, if you see a clip somewhere, you go back and go and, and look at it, see exactly what happened, what led up to it. Um, so MJF, you know, not like you said, a lot of people don't really partake. I mean, particularly care for his in-ring ability, but his mic skills sells him. His mic skills sells him. So whether whether you're going to go and watch him get on a mic and say something crazy, or you're going to watch him and hear him say something crazy, you want to watch his matches. Either way, you're going to be invested in MJF, and I think he he knows that, and he he runs with it. And you, no one will, no one can really take the ball from him because he has him in a tight grip, and that's just my opinion. He got the game in a kung fu grip. Uh, I'm not mad at MJF. <laughs> I'm not mad at MJF at all, man. I just, uh, if I'm Tony Khan, man, I'm, I'm just, I know he squirt pee a little bit every time he talk. <laughs> I know he do, but he never knows what's going to come out of his mouth. Um, Man, it was some other great matches on the card. Uh, like I said, you know, like you guys, I only watched a couple of clips. I haven't had time to really sit down and watch that because there's been a lot of wrestling. You know, you had 
NXT Battleground, which was a great event, and then Night of Champions, which was amazing, and then Monday Night Raw that happened in SmackDown, and then you know AEW has their events. I'm, I I kind of stopped tuning in a little bit with AEW. Um, I still catch stuff from time to time, uh, but they just gotta have something for me to watch that makes me care. I'm just gonna be honest with you, man. Um, let's uh, get into one of uh, our most recent interviews that we had with Mr. Everything, man. Uh, so beautiful people, prepare yourself. That's Mr. Everything interviews everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, at the best damn wrestling podcast, this is your boy, Mr. Everything. And I just went to battle with this legendary superstar, this man of God, this soldier of arms. You know him as Gunner, you know him as Jackson Riker. I know him as a really good friend. Ladies and gentlemen, my good friend, Gunner. Appreciate man. tonight, man. appreciate tonight. I know, I, I truly appreciate yeah. it. I've seen you 13 years ago in a locker room like this. And I've seen you grow, and I've seen you go to TNA, I've seen you go to NXT, WWE. Out of everything that you've ever done, what is most special to you in everything that you've done? Man, wrestling or in wrestling. general? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Man, that's a lot of memories. Um, for me, one that can stand out, I think, is, is uh, and I've said it before on many shows, uh, I'll say two things. One, in 2012, I got a chance to wrestle Sting with a girl watching. But then in 2014, me and um, Nick August, Magnus at the time, main evented Manchester Arena for the world title. Mm. Um, that stands out to me because I remember just how electrifying the crowd was. We went into that match, long story short, Nick from that area in England, and we're thinking, dude, this is going to backfire. But they hated him. They loved me. He told a story. And it's just, that's one of those uh, memories I can't you know, last for me. So, so I've got many, but that, that's, a, that's a standout. That's a standout. Yeah. Man, you are an amazing individual. You are a blessing to me, all the guys in the professional wrestling business, not just this locker room, everybody. And I humbly, humbly thank you so much. Appreciate you all. So Ladies and gentlemen, Gunner. Miss everything back to you guys at the best damn wrestling podcast. Oh man. Uh shout out to Gunner, formerly uh Jackson Riker, uh, for the interview, man. Uh right now he's doing his uh his go home tour of sorts. Mr. Everything, you wanna talk about that for a second? Hi. Absolutely. Uh Gunner has gotten to a point where he said he's going to uh hang up the boots. Um, which is a, always a big moment for professional wrestlers when we finally say, you know what, this is my last ride, my last hurrah. Uh, it's always a special moment. Um, so in his next adventure and his future endeavors, I want to wish him well. Um, with everything that he plans to do in his life, I know he's going to be great because he's been great in everything he's done so far. So, uh, shout out to my man Gunner. A.K.A. Jackson Riker, A.K.A. my man Chad. All right. Uh, shout out to you, uh, Gunner, for everything and entertaining thousands and thousands and millions of people. 
around the world. Uh, fellas, let's go ahead into it before we uh, end the podcast, man. The next big event is Money in the Bank, which happens July the 1st, 2023, in the O2 Arena in London, England. Premium live event, one of my favorite uh, events of the year. I absolutely love Money in the Bank. LP, you just alluded to uh, L.A. Knight possibly winning. Um, I'm not sure if he's your pick to win, um, but fellas, I want to go around the room real quick. Who do you guys think should win money in the bank? Let me go, LP. Uh, I would really want to say I would really want it to be L.A. Knight, but I don't think I don't think they're going to push LA Knight for the championship kind of role. Um, if you look at Money in the Bank, you typically look at who can actually cash it in and win the belt. Uh, I'm pulling for LA Knight, but I can, I'm, I'm waiting to see more people qualify because I know Ricochet and I don't know who else qualified. Yeah, uh, I know Richardson qualified and a couple more people. And I had it. No, I had it on me. I don't have it now. Uh, but we'll talk about it in the next podcast coming up, man. Who uh, or our picks for money in the bank? And actually, once we get the full roster, who's going to be in the both men's and women's? And they might listen. They might do two men's money in the banks, Mister Everything. You kind of alluded to that, and I thought you were crazy, but you were not, sir. They might do two money in the banks. Um, saying that, who is your top pick to win money in the bank? Uh, you gotta go with AJ Styles. That would be a good one. Uh, LA Knight is definitely a good one, but I think we might have a sleeper situation where it's gonna be somebody that we don't think about. And I'm not even sure who that would be. Um, could it be a Baron Corbin again? No. It won't be a Baron Corbin. <laughs> Baron not, Corbin is not getting excited. It won't be a Baron, Baron Corbin. Great. <laughs> Baron Corbin. <laughs> they sent Baron Corbin back to the damn D League. He ain't damn coming back. Yeah, he, hey, he hey. You, don't call, you do not call NXT. And, and yeah, you don't call NXT no D League. What is wrong with you? What are you gonna say? He's in the D League. If I'm a if I'm on the main roster, the goal is to get on the main roster. If I'm on the main roster and you sending me over there with the kids, I'm I'm looking for another job because I know my ass is about to be going up out of here. Like, <laughs> Baron Corbin, you got to wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Did you think that way when when Dolph Ziggler went down there? Did you think that way when uh, AJ yeah. Styles went back yeah. down there? Yeah, Did you think Dolph, that way when when the New Day went down there? We kind of be in a little bit. I, I said it specifically that when a new day that's like a slap in the face. Y'all were the ones that was for that. Y'all was like, oh yeah, there could be some bigger matches that could help the younger people. People always say that, but when they when those people go over there, the men don't do nothing for them guys over there. Only thing Baron Corman did was jump another brother in the ring. Like <laughs> he's not gonna do not a female scene. It seemed to work out for them. But look at look at the guys who went over there. Did the, the new day going over there? Did they really do did they boost anything? Like, be honest, did they boost anything while they was there? No. Uh, it like, was a little, I, I would say that the, the ratings did pretty decent when the New Day were, were there in NXT. 
Um, I think that when Dolph went down there, it definitely put a lot of eyes more on Dolph as a champion, man, because Dolph looked good, even though they're treating Dolph like uh like sugary shit right now. I don't like <laughs> I don't like how they do it, Dolph, man. Um who, who else was who else just went there? Go well uh, who else? Uh, you, I'm trying to think who went down there and it really benefited them to go back for the men. I saw uh, you right. I got you got a, you got a point <laughs> for the men. Yeah, you kind of got a point. Seeing Matt, Rill, they need to see Matt Rillo over there. Like that's somebody who nobody cares about in the main roster. So see, see some of these other people over there that Matt can actually help. Well, Matt Riddle would would help the the D League over there. Like <laughs> like let's be. Let's keep it a book. It's the D League, okay? Well, think about it. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Did you know anything about that uh, pretty deadly before New Day went down there? LP? Did you? Did you, sir? LP, oh yeah. Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you know anything about that pretty deadly before New Day went down there? Oh, I'm sorry, my mic was muted. Uh, and I still don't know nothing about Pretty Daily. <laughs> pretty pretty Daily pretty ain't nothing but the Maximum Male Models 2.0. Like, step uh, No, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. <laughs> let's, oh, let's, stop, that. let's stop acting like these. Let's, let's look at all the NST callers that this brought back since they. Okay, since Grace, they Grace and Waller. Grace and Waller. Did you know anything about Grace and Waller before AJ Styles went down? I knew about Grace Waller because I saw how other than highlights, but AJ Styles didn't, didn't make he didn't make or break that dude. Same thing. You know, with this it, was, it was it was an opportunity for for the main roster people. Like, okay, who was this guy? Because he went down there, he got into it with AJ Styles, he got into it with uh, Dolph Ziggler, and now he's well, he ain't done nothing yet, but you know, it, it's coming, it, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, you know, he ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> He all them NST people that don't called up, even that dude that's beating the hell out of Zach Ryder. I mean, not Zach Ryder. That's beating the hell out of Dolph Ziggler right now. Like for what? Why are you beating down Dolph? <laughs> Everybody trying to make a name for themselves, beating Dolph ass. Like stop doing that, man. Like that, man. I mean, come <laughs> on. That dude. That dude is like a wash. That dude is like a uh, a water a super water down Chris Benoit. Like that's that's all I think about when I see that dude. Like man, this dude ain't about to be nothing over here. And I'm gonna tell you, Carmelo Hayes, Carmelo Hayes, and, and uh, your boy, they need to stay right there in NXT. Cause when they come to main roster, man, forget about it. What they need to do is take Matt Riddle and a couple of other guys on main roster that they're not doing nothing. Matt Riddle, Mad Cat Moss, uh, it's a lot of people that they could take. <laughs> Have the people that was in the Andre Memorial Battle Royal could go to NXT. Stop it. Send them to NXT and let them wrestle on NXT because that's the only way they're going to really get any kind of storyline, any kind of shine. Let them stay over there. Not, not for no little bit. Let them stay over there. If you want to build a show up, let them stay over there because these guys coming up ain't got nothing going on, man. Okay, let me ask you this Let me ask you this I got to agree with you. I got I to gotta agree with you a little bit because Apollo Crews came up and he lost his first match. Yeah, like, so he been Apollo Cruz been training. Apollo Cruz been training in a hyperbolic uh, time chamber over there NXT, and he still got his ass whooped. <laughs> By Dominic. So, yeah, 
Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to lose to anybody, <laughs> Prison Dom will be the person to lose to. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. We're not, not going to do that. We're not going to do that. We're not going to keep calling this man Prison Dom. No, prison, prison Dom is so dangerous right now. I think everybody on the roster is scared of uh, facing Prison Dom, man, because he's on such a roll. Think about the people he's beat within the last month or two. I didn't see him beating the Xavier Woods. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. I didn't see him beating some of the people. Yeah, but Xavier, Xavier beat him first. So you can't even say he beat him because it was a it was one on one. Like it, Xavier had the first win, and then Dominic had the, another win, and that was the end of that. I don't know why they stopped that, but that was the end of that. <laughs> oh man! Well, listen. I think that some people should go back. Dominic got heat, and we were talking about Dominic going to NXT. Now, if Dominic did go to NXT, and he became the NXT champion, and came back to me, I don't know. I think he should, man. I think he should go back down. But right now, he's the hottest thing on the roster, so they're not going to make that move with Dominic. But Baron Corbin going down there, and uh, Mustafa Ali going down to uh NXT man, will it bring more eyes on the product? Maybe, maybe not. Will it do something for Mustafa Ali and and uh and Baron Corbin's career? I'm not sure. Maybe the fans seem to love them being there. They actually love them being there. So uh I enjoyed it. We'll see. Um, I think my pick for money in the bank, I would love to see LA Knight win that, man. I think LA Knight is ready and he's he's a he's a megastar and the fans are getting behind him almost like a Seth Rollins kind of thing. Now I think uh he, he needs more matches. He needs more feuds. He needs something that can, you know, solidify the type of star that he is, but he hasn't had that many matches or that many good matches to say. Uh the LA Knight is a major player and maybe they need to put him in some bigger matches with some better opponents uh this show is exactly what la knight can do because i think he's ready man i think he's absolutely ready so that's my pick for money in the bank but we'll talk about money in the bank uh in upcoming podcast uh mr everything been a hell of a show man uh let the beautiful people know what you got going on and where can they find you? Yeah, I'm having some uh, technical difficulties. Can you hear me pretty good? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so, good people, of course, you know, I'm always wrestling every weekend. This weekend is going to be one of those long weekends. Uh, I will be in Pennsylvania on Friday. Saturday, I'm in Hampton, Virginia for Mid-Atlantic Territory Wrestling. Uh, we always put on a great show. It's going to be fun. Sunday, I will be at School of Morton in Chucky, Tennessee. Um, and then next week is vacation. I'm actually going on a little vacation. We're going to get a little sun rays, get a little tan, celebrate my lady birthday. Uh, All right. so that's going to be good. It's going to be great. But make her feel special and, and happy and all those good jazzy things that we're supposed to do in, in a household. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and then uh, uh, got a couple more shows coming up. Uh, and now that I have the new job at the O2 Fitness Gym, um, 
making making waves, man. Just going out there, just building up clientele, helping people feel better, get better, look better. Um, so if you guys are in the North Carolina Raleigh area and you need to get some fitness, you need to get your workout on, you need to get your, your summer body, now it's a little bit too late. But it's never too late, but it's a little too late. It's a little too late. Summer's around the corner. Uh, man, I feel like it, but it's around the corner. But if you want to get your winter body ready, uh, come and see me and I'll get you right. All right. Man, go and see Mr. Everything if you want to get your body right, if you want to turn your keg into a six-pack. Huh? If you want to turn your titties into pics, you go see Mr. Everything and he going to work you out. He got you. Oh, man. LP, let the beautiful people know what you got going on and where can they find you. Hold up, hold up. Because I'm on fence where I go before I got cut off. My phone died. Go ahead. I don't know where I got cut off it, but I do want to say this because I want this. I want both of y'all to do this right now. We're gonna put it on the best page. What we about to be in July, right? Uh, well, June. June. June, July, June, July, August. We're gonna do three months. Both of y'all gotta choose one of these new NXT call ups that just came, and by they got three months to be a star. And I want to see which one of the guys you guys choose will be. Because I think all of them going to be bums. But, <laughs> but <laughs> each of you, y'all know NXT more than me, one of the ones who just got drafted. Even even if you don't even say one. No, I'm going to say one of the ones that just got drafted. Because the other guys been here long enough, but they ain't done shit. So one of the ones that just got drafted, both of y'all got to pick somebody. In three months, we're going to come back to it and be like, it was, they either, either, <laughs> it was a good pick or there was a bust. Oh man, that's on main roster right now. That got drafted. Are we doing men and women, or are we just doing one person? Ah, uh, you can just choose one person that way. Cause I know it won a whole lot. They got, they got drafted. Okay, because I can tell oh, you yeah, one yeah. person who I, I think this. is going to be a star. I do. Hold on, hold on. I do this. I help y'all. I help y'all both out a little bit. It can be one of the ones that just got drafted, or one of the recent NXT call ups that you think all of a sudden going to change in three months. I know Mr. Everything probably think Hit Row is about to get the tag belts in the next couple of months. So if anybody, if, if any of y'all got some one of them in there, <laughs> so y'all think hard now because we, I, I want us to put it on the page and y'all got three months to, to make a champion. Three months to make a Zoe champion. Star. All right. Ryan, who you got? I, Zoe, I got Zoe Stark. Oh, you took mine. I had Zoe Stark. I had Zoe <laughs> Stark. It's going to be a star, bro. I will. Um, Excuse me now. Now, now you got to go with hit rope. <laughs> uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. I want to do men and women, but uh, you want to talk about somebody that came up from NXT, two people that came up from NXT and became instant stars, Solo, Sokoa, and Gunther. Yeah, but we not, we not doing, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. We're talking about these new folks. They are new. They came no. up with them last year. No, well, no, okay. For you, I'm gonna have to take my stipulation back. You gotta choose somebody who from the draft that just came up. Okay, all right. From this recent draft. Okay. All right. Bronson Reed came up. Bronson Reed is, is doing a lot of stuff right now. Uh all right, we'll talk about that. I think that'll be good, man. All right, so I gotta I'm gonna think on it, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna choose, and then three months from now we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna put it in my uh, Google, Google Calendar. 
three months from now, we're going <laughs> to do a reveal show to see uh, which one of us was right and who's, uh, who chose the star of this new generation. Zoe Star is going to be wrestling Natalia in three months. Oh, man. Why y'all hating on Natalia? Yes, <laughs> you Oh man, don't don't hate it. They won't, don't hate on the boat. <laughs> the best of all time. LP, tell the beautiful people where they can find you and what you got going on. I just look me up on Instagram. One click photography shoots with an S. Photo shoots, events, all that good stuff. Just follow me on there and and book me. I travel. Oh, I travel. That's right. Uh, so if you guys want to check out LPZ, man, go on his social media pages and see what he got going on. Uh, my name is Brian Renegade. You can find me at all platforms at Brian Renegade. Uh, I got some new stuff coming up. Right now I'm in this uh this cooking competition. I, I'm, I haven't really been promoting it. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty big competition, man. So I want to see where I stand on it. Uh, but you know, uh, I don't, I gotta remember, uh, the name of it, but I'll let you guys know. I put it on the, the best damn page, man. And, uh, you guys can vote for me, you know, support your boy. Uh, $25,000 on the line, probably give the charity or something, keep a little bit, buy something nice, like some new socks or something. Uh, but yeah, uh, I got that going on uh, and some more stuff. I just told the best damn nation I was moving, man. So I got to finish packing up boxes and stuff uh, before I move into uh, this new house. Uh, and, and that's going to be in surprise, Arizona, man. So I'm excited about that whole thing. Uh, I'm going to get my workout on, Mr. Everything. You're going to be proud of me, man. I'm going to be using my knees and everything. <laughs> Lift with your knees and move with your hips. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check me on all platforms at hey man, long, long, as long as you remember to breathe everything you do, just remember to breathe because all you humans y'all forget to breathe, y'all stop breathing when y'all doing stuff, so just remember to breathe you, you make it to the finish line I do have a tendency to stop breathing when I lift up the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying I, you do stop breathing a little bit, you're right, just breathe alright, I'm, I'm gonna use my nostrils on that one uh Let's go ahead and uh, leave the people with a final word. Uh, you know we do it each and every week. Uh, since I just heard from you, man, Mr. Everything, do you have a final word for the beautiful people? Absolutely. The same word I just gave you. Just remember to breathe. It'll get you to the finish line. So no matter if you're doing some type of activity or you got some type of stress going on in your life, you don't know when when your next dollar is gonna come from. You don't know when your next meal is gonna be. You don't know if you wanna have gas to get to the doctor, to the to the job or whatever. Just breathe. Take a second, let yourself recollect, reconnect, and that'll happen for you. There you go. Just breathe. Great words from the great Mr. Everything. LPC. Do you have a final word for the beautiful people? Ah, uh, just don't get caught. <laughs> the black men don't cheat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Just don't, just don't get caught. All right, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, whatever you do, if you're doing some dirt, uh, you know, just don't get caught, man. I guess you know <laughs> that's a criminal word from the heel LP. <laughs> just don't get caught. Oh man, uh, beautiful people. My final word would be something that I heard um, TD Jake say. And it kind of stuck in my mind. And I think that it's a good uh, way to live to be able to understand and communicate a little bit better. And it says, speak without being offensive. Listen without being defensive. And if there's no resolution, leave your opponent with their dignity. And that, that resonated with me because... Um, when you listen to people, you have to hear what they say. And sometimes you have to know a little bit of the backstory to know how their their approach coming at you can be a little abrasive. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you can't take offense to stuff that people say sometimes. <laughs> kind of got to look at that situation. Uh, and you can choose on if you want to be upset or not. You can give it energy if you want to. You know, I mean, there's been plenty of situations where somebody was saying something to me that was completely disrespectful. And uh, I could have smashed them. I could have Hulk smashed them, but I did. Uh, I kind of thought about it, reevaluated it, and then I understood why that person was the way that they were. Did I agree with it? No. Did I put up with it? Hell no. But at the same time, I can I can listen to understand and not listen to be defensive or have something uh, ready to jump on somebody else. You know, so it happens a lot in, in, in relationships, don't it, fellas? You know what I'm saying? Uh, sometimes you can say something to your woman. She might take it the wrong way. You got to explain yourself. Or you got to stop and control your energy and bring it back. You know, uh, try to say it a different way that what you're saying connects with that person. You know what I mean? And then if you're in an argument with somebody or if you have a uh, something going on, a disagreement, and there is no resolution, don't strip that person of their dignity. Because a person that has absolutely nothing has nothing to lose. And you never know. You might come back in later in life and be like, you know what? I should have never done that. I should have never said that to that person. Even though I was what I was, and I probably felt like I was right in the moment, I didn't have to be right in that moment. You know what I'm saying? I said this once before. When you see the bigger picture, you become the bigger person. So when you listen, listen to understand, not to be def uh, not to be defensive. When you speak, speak to communicate and not be offensive. And if there's no resolution, leave your opponent with their dignity. Because you never know how that person might have an effect on you in your personal life. So, that's a final word from your boy, Renegade. Fellas, was that a good word? Was that decent? I feel like I touched somebody. Somebody, somebody heard that word. <laughs> there you go. Clap, clap, and tap, tap. Man, I'm... I was wiping. I was wiping my tears. 
I was wiping my tears. <laughs> oh man, that's what I like to hear. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like to hear, fellas. Um, man, beautiful people, thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. Uh, if you're listening to us on Radio Land on iHeartRadio, Pandora, uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, Audible, you can even say Alexa, play the best damn wrestling podcast and you can listen to your boys each and every Wednesday. We are growing, we are getting big. If you would like to advertise on the show, um, hit us up. Uh, the best damn wrestling podcast at gmail.com or best damn wrestling podcast at gmail.com and uh, holla at your boys. We got more interviews coming for you. We got more content from Mr. Everything. We got more photo shoots from LP. We got more stuff to show you guys, man. So uh, thank you for joining us. Fellas, Mr. Everything, LP, both of you are gentlemen and scholars, sir. Thank you. All right. Beautiful people, we will see you next week on the next best day wrestling podcast. Beautiful people, we bid you. Bye bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>